0: it's now the movie hangout show from Apocalypse movies or welcome if it's your first time as well i am your host jacob Buckley. as you can see it is somewhat of a uh, tuesday news day hard uh, pointing at it when you're looking at it from the opposite way but yes if you don't know who we are we are Apocfix movies we just love film and we love to just hang out and talk about it we have another full house episode today we have keith barnes here, Gio Ramos, Brian Avalocino, and Jake Berlin. What is up, guys? Everyone's here.
1: We're all, all talking we're talking Star Wars. Of course, everyone's gonna show up. Oh, that is that what it is? I think so. Wait, <laughs> we're not talking Star Trek. <laughs> oh, might be. I might have missed, mixed it up. <laughs> <laughs> Don't piss off Keith, he's a diehard Star Trek fan, right? Um, yeah.
0: all right. So, yes, we are gonna st- talk some Star Wars today, and kind of provoked by the recent Mandalorian stuff going on. But we also have uh, a cool news story to touch on as well. But before that, I want to ask you guys how was your holiday
2: weekend?
1: For me, just another day.
2: <clears throat> I don't uh, do Pretty, pretty good. I, I told Keith yesterday on the casting table recording, I'm pretty sure I gained like 10, 12 pounds. <laughs> and, it's, and it's not the camera. <laughs> nice. I thought you were just closer up.
0: Oh, thank <laughs> you. That's very kind of you. Sorry. Um, <laughs> what yeah,
1: asshole. Was-
0: it was a little bitter. Oh, it's okay. Like it's okay. normally, my family gets together like in a large group, like everybody. But this year, we kept it very small, but still got to see family, so that was a good thing. All
2: right. I'll- oh yeah, that sounds good.
0: Awesome. So as most of you know, regular viewers know, we do something here called the movie watching challenge where every week one of us gets challenged to watch a movie that we have not seen and chosen by the other four Uh, comes down to one film. And last week I was challenged to watch No Country for Old Men. And it is a film that Keith chose. And this is a Cohen brothers movie. I, is it do you guys say it's regarded as their best film? I, I mean I'm not sure. A lot of people say that. It
2: depends is on it, who you yeah. ask.
0: Widely, probably widely, but maybe not to
3: everybody.
2: Yeah.
0: Interesting. Yeah, is yeah, it anybody's yeah. here's favorite of theirs? Well, let's be honest, I haven't seen it. So oh. sometimes yeah, it's honestly, it's probably my favorite. <laughs> sometimes you surprise me, Brian, with what you've seen. No. Sometimes.
3: I'm trying to remember of all their films, I, I'm not gonna mm-hmm. officially say that's my favorite, but it's
0: up. yeah, it's tough. I mean, look, this movie is incredible, I will say. I mean, I think you guys knew that I was gonna enjoy this film. Uh, I, I mean, right off the bat, I have to talk about Javier Bardem. Oh my goodness, what
4: yeah,
0: yeah, what was he doing before this? Was, was he well known before this? Uh, what was that indie movie? He was. Is?
4: Uh, he was in a movie uh called Be- Beautiful. Beautiful. Be- beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he, he was actually briefly, if you remember, I don't know if you remember the movie Collateral with Tom Cruise and Jamie Foxx. Oh, he was in that. He was in that. Really? He played the. He was. He was the drug dealer that uh that hired Tom Cruise to. Oh. To. Yeah. Put up the Anyways, movie. I
0: mean, I think it's safe to say like this boosted him to like elite Hollywood status as far as uh talent wise. I know he won an Oscar for this, but. Hit Javier Bernam as Anton Chagar, honestly, is in the conversation for most intimidating character in any movie ever. He's yeah, definitely honest. up there. Mm-hmm. Yep, yes. He, yeah. I mean, I can't think of five more that are more intimidating than him. It
1: Wasn't I, he in one of our drafts?
0: Yes. Because in the villain draft, right? Yes. Was he? Yeah. The villain draft. He could have been in the one. There was one where we like have to pick some to protect us. I forget which one it was, uh, which draft that was, but he could have been in that one. He could have been in multiple. Yes. Hey, he could have been in that one too. (laughs) He's a villain, I I would say. But overall, look, I acknowledge this film is a great movie. It it really is. And some of the best scenes I've ever seen, especially with Javier Bardem. Yes. I don't know how I feel about the ending, to be honest. It is another one of these movies where – If the ending stuck the landing for me personally, this would probably be in the conversation for like top 20 favorite films of all time. And mm. for example, another movie for me like that is like Birdman. I, I knew love it. I, knew you were I love I love Birdman. <laughs> Absolutely love it like Birdman has the best ending. Should have 9.5 out of 10, but the ending didn't work for me. This don't is not spoil, the same.
1: Don't spoil Birdman. No, i not spoiling
0: anything. I'm not even spoiling No Country for Old Men, but Okay, good. I will say one thing that was anti anticlimactic for me, and I know the reason why they did these things, that You're it wrong. was an artistic choice to represent something like a bigger picture, a point they were trying to make. What happens with our protagonist was anticlimactic, anticlimactic to me, so much so I almost missed it. And then, and I don't know if hmm. you want to call him a protagonist. He is the protagonist, but he's not really a hero. I wouldn't call him a hero. Uh, but, and then also the, just the overall like last 20 minutes of the movie I get they were going for an artistic choice, but I don't know. I haven't had enough time to process it yet. I just watched it last night, but overall, like, I know we don't really give scores anymore to movies often, but still like 9.5 out of 10 and almost wow. 10 out of and 10, 10 about this? Would you wow. see it or skip it? Absolutely see it. You, you. <laughs> this is, so there's like a- Good there's one, like, There's a group of movies. <laughs> <laughs> there's a group of movies that like are on my must see list. And this was one of them for the longest yeah. time. And I'm thank you, Keith. I I'm so glad I watched it as a Good. film fan, <laughs> as a film fan, I loved it. And yeah. I just, I think the ending is a dis- fun discussion for film, film fans. Uh,
4: do you know what, if we, next time you and I get together for Barley and Barnes we'll talk about it, but, uh, I will argue. I'm not not spoiling anything, of course. See um, see how they discluded us from everything (laughs) Well, we could talk about it, Brian, if you would watch it.
1: Uh, (laughs) Okay, I'm curious, though. (laughs) Uh, I'm curious, you. Do you think I would like it?
0: Yes. I I think it's one of those movies... Well, look. Actually, I think he would, because... Go ahead. I mean, I think it's one of those films where, like, once... Certain scenes start happening, and I'm talking about the first 30 minutes of the movie. Brian's gonna put down his phone and not want yes. to pick his phone yes. up again because mm. Javier Bardem is just you cannot keep take your eyes mm-hmm. away from the screen when he's when he's on yeah. screen. And uh I was watching this actually. Uh my uh girlfriend does not particularly like watch movies like this. Who? Uh <laughs> My significant other and I, I say, hey, why don't you watch this with me? Let's see. And she was into it too. And yeah. she's a casual movie fan, and she was into it too. She was like scared of Javier Bardem's character, so it. I think it works for for a lot of people. I, I think for
2: Halloween next year,
0: I think you would appreciate <laughs> it, Brian. I think you would maybe say it's yeah. a little slow and boring for you, but I think you might appreciate it. you would well, appreciate it.
4: Yeah, it's it's definitely slower paced, but um, and it, it's there's a lot of quietness for a lot of it, but it's one of those things where. Like like Jacob said, and Javier Bardem is so uh, it's so intense. Like he could he could show up anytime around a corner at any time, and you have he's no like idea a when. horror character. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> uh, and also, there is a lot of there's a there's a good amount of action. Like yeah, when the action happens, it's good. <clears throat> a very suspenseful cat and mouse uh, type of movie. Yes, it is absolutely. You know, there's almost uh, there is almost no music in this movie. There's like there's only like eight minutes worth of. I, I, I noticed that
0: polar. afterwards yeah so yeah overall i think it's a success i yes i love it so the nice. other part of the movie watching challenge is someone else gets challenged and i chose geo to be the next person being challenged so geo do you want to have the fans vote on your choice or do you want to pick it at random
2: um i think i'm gonna pick at random no offense guys in the chat i love you thank you for being here but i'm gonna i'm gonna pick this one
1: i will say actually i'll say that and <laughs> what no, no 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 i'll say it after hmm. okay so mr geo your yeah? movie choices that have been picked for you are <clears throat> hidalgo Don't breathe. Don't breathe. Mm.
2: Drive. Oh, another good one there.
1: And the Nightmare Before Christmas.
4: Oh well, geez, man, I don't, I don't know which one I want to win. On last one. Yeah, <laughs> these, these are, are all very, good ones. All very good. Yes. Yeah.
1: Okay, I have my official list of randomized yeah. movies.
2: Please pick a number <laughs> one through four. <laughs> You know what? I'm gonna let the fans pick this one.
1: What? <laughs> no, you can't change. You can't change. You
0: can't
2: change. No, pick a number.
1: Hell.
0: Oh no. yeah, that's the reason why we ask you before the movies are reviewed. Yeah. Hell no.
2: Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the yeah. That those are the remind Jake use your executive order. <laughs> yeah, pick a damn number, or else I'll pick a number for you. Uh, okay. Uh let's see. Let's go with uh four. The movie that you have selected is
0: yes, right. Right. yes,
4: <laughs> yes.
0: All right, <laughs> nice. hell, so, whose movie it was? See? <laughs>
1: the, the one that was really good. Ah, oh. oh, really, so number pumped.
0: three. This That's a really uh,
1: cool. uh, really Vig- Viggo Mortensen, huh?
4: Mm-hmm. I
1: okay. will tell you this, Jake. At the very last sec, I had The Nightmare Before Christmas as four. But then at the last second, I was like, "Oh no, I want to switch him up a little." Bit. <laughs> I switched it. So when he said four, I went, "Yes, mine one." And then I looked and I was like, "Oh shit!"
2: So all right, I'm looking for. Forward- I love Viggo Mortensen. Man, he was amazing in Lord of the Rings, and obviously one of my favorites, uh, GI Jane. So now was going to be. Uh, that's you know? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. just watched him in uh, Crimson Tide. I... Well, there you go. Hmm. Okay, right. How are you- looking forward to that- it.
1: That movie looks <laughs> the most boring out of the Draco. <laughs> the movie is no, not. Boring. It's really good.
4: It is
0: not boring at all.
4: Trust yeah. me. It's
0: not. really oh, okay. Man. It sounds interesting. Like a de- <laughs> I've never seen it actually. Like a race in, in the desert with horses.
4: Yeah, um, man. Sort of, but there's so people- there's
0: there's a lot of other parts. No, I'm them. sure yeah. there's like a story mm-hmm. and a lot of stuff that happens along the way. <clears throat> yeah, it reminds me of I forget what they're called, but you know those like races that they would do in star wars like the ones that han solo would compete in where you're like flying from different planets You like going right. around like kind of vibes
4: me. or something like that or something like Yeah, that. something
0: like that like we're yeah, not just like one track, right? You're just yeah. you're going on like a big adventure <laughs> while you're going on the race Yeah, sounds fun. Well visit us next week on tuesday where geo will review hidago and we will reveal who next has been challenged and next up, we have um, some news to get to. So I'm going to go to Jake t- for the news. Yeah, so it's our lone news piece of the week before we get to our main topic, which will be uh, uh, all about Star Wars. So hang
3: on tight, guys. But we have a, a big piece of news that came out last week, since we were kind of off um, and some stuff, you know, missed us with our with no show on Thanksgiving. Uh, but we're going to be talking about the official um, the official word that Deadpool three is officially in the works, not officially greenlit. That's two different uh, phrases there. It is in the works, and by, what I mean by that is that um, Deadline has reported that Bob's the Burgers writers Wendy excuse Molyneux, me, no, no, no.
1: not Bob's the Burgers, Bob's Bob, Burgers. What a, what a <laughs> Bob's Burgers. That's like my Bob's, favorite show. Deadline
3: has reported that Bob's Burgers writers Wendy Molino and Lizzie Molino Loglin uh, have been hired to write the hired to write the script. Um, and the key here is that both Marvel and Ryan Reynolds together uh, worked on the hiring. It wasn't just Marvel, it wasn't just Ryan Reynolds, it was the both of them. Um, Paul Wernick and Rhett Reese uh, wrote the first two and they will not be returning to write the script for the third. Um, and then it was also said in the report that Marvel is open to the idea of David Leach returning, uh, but most likely won't happen because he has a very, very busy uh, 2021 and 22 uh, with movies um i guess he has a lot of movies coming up on the slate and then the biggest part of all of this is that uh it has been said that more than likely uh, with a big chance it will be rated r um going forward in the mcu so uh yeah this is some pretty big news obviously we've been waiting for this news we think we figured it would have happened at some point but now it's officially coming um or officially being put in the works rather uh for a later date to be confirmed so yeah deadpool three guys in the mcu what do you think
2: no surprise uh given how successful financially the first two movies were i mean marvel would be not yeah marvel would be a fool to or disney would be a fool to just you know throw away the franchise and say you know that's not our mo but i just have a lot of questions as far as like it will we see other characters from the mcu be in this movie you know especially if it's going to be an r-rated project you know are you going to take your characters and put them in there i mean i I don't see no harm in doing it, but then you think about the multiverse and all that other stuff. It's just I'm very interested to see how they'll they'll go about this. And uh, sad about the writers not returning, um, the Paul Wernick and Rhett Reese. But that's probably Disney saying, "Hey, look, you want to do this franchise? You're gonna do it our way. You're not gonna come in here and start, you know, doing whatever you were doing at Fox. Like we have a certain way of doing things and." I'm I'm fascinated. I I can't wait to see what's going to happen.
1: I might be in the minority, but I'm excited that we have new 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 writers. Well, Brian,
0: yeah, I wanted to ask you because I don't watch Bob's Burgers. How does that? Uh, you're like, not you're
1: shape, not in the minority, by the way, Brian. Shape your
0: opinion on this, Brian.
1: Uh, I got very excited when I heard that Bob's Burgers writers were going to be overseeing it because. Bob's Burgers is a very like witty kind of like smart ass sense of humor type show. And I think it would be, it works perfect for them um, mm-hmm. if they go through that. And I would not be surprised in the slightest if um, the voice of Bob's Burgers shows up in this movie just because he's in like every mm. every capacity of that world but i mean it's i think it's the perfect fit and i could be wrong but i'm pretty sure the same writers of bob's burgers is the same writers for archer this uh, animated oh. I show
0: if they are, I I love that show Archer. That show's <laughs> hilarious. I'm
1: I'm almost positive because I know that they uh, well they've done a crossover episode where. Oh, interesting! <laughs> <shot>. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> the animation's
0: so different. I'm curious. Yeah, right.
1: So that worked. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that that it is the same. So, if that's the case, like imagine. If you watch Archer, like that type of writing with Deadpool w- is going to be hilarious. So Bob's Burgers isn't explicit,
0: right? It's like teeters on the edge, like very hard, like PG-13-ish.
1: Or I no? mean, yeah. I mean, it. they say some stuff that you're just like, oh my God, the kids shouldn't be saying that. But it's not like, <laughs> like dirty and like...
0: Yeah, but it's not a kid show. I wouldn't say it's more of an adult. No, yeah, it's definitely show. Yeah. more
1: of an adult type show. Hmm. Uh, so yeah, I I think that it's absolutely perfect. I think it's a it's a match made in heaven that I am very very excited to see on on screen. Interesting, so. uh, Keith. How do you feel about this, man?
4: Uh yeah, haven't haven't watched uh, Bob's Burgers. Uh, yeah, so I don't. I'm not familiar with those writers, but uh, it's a popular show, right? So we are supposed to be. actually doing a movie, we're supposed to be a movie out this year. Yeah, there was supposed um, to be one that came out this year. Yeah, yeah. So you know, people seem to. I'm glad, Brian. I'm glad to hear you like it. I don't, you know. <laughs> like I, said, I know a lot of people like that show. So very excited. How? Uh, yeah, I mean, this first two worked out. You know, we all thought kind of. With losing Tim Miller, like there may be some drop in. Uh I don't know if there was or not. I felt kind of felt Deadpool tool was kind of a little more of the same, um, which is not I'm not that's not a bad thing. I'm just but worse, you know, I, huh? But worse. Yeah, I, I, I yeah, I, I know. What you, I mean, I, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Uh, but I don't think it was bad though. I don't think it was bad. But def- just, it's not as good as the, the first. But uh, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, it's not surprising. So okay, so they're saying okay, it's in the works, but it hasn't been greenlit. What's, what's they're going gonna on? make it? We know? That's what I'm saying. Like, why are
0: they? It's just it's verbiage. It's just yeah. verbiage. You know, I mean, that's just like any Marvel movie because like, the, the way the, well, well, the way that the way
3: that the verbiage works is in the works is like okay, well they're gonna hire some people to write the script and tell a story. But Marvel can always be like, well, we don't like what's going to happen, so we're going to go back to the drawing board, which is why they're not going to officially say it's happening yet because yeah. it could yeah. end up taking a while.
0: And I wonder <laughs> if this will actually be in the MCU because it says that Marvel will, Marvel Studios will have oversight over the film. I'm wondering oh. if and how they would cross it over with the MCU. And by the way, I think they will because it's too wait, – are, Wait, are are you saying you don't think it's going to be inside the MCU at all? I, I'm saying I don't think it's official yet.
3: That I don't think there's any question that this is outside of the MCU. I think it's inside
0: the MCU no matter what.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: Well, uh, they haven't confirmed it yet, though. They I said think- Marvel Studios uh, will have oversight yeah, of it. I, the only reason why they
1: just bought Fox, so why would they make a movie that's not inside their universe? I think that the only reason or way that this is not in the MCU is if it's Deadpool kills the Fox universe. Well, it's because
0: Mar- Marvel, the MCU is a, a Disney arm, and I don't think they're going to have a hard R character in their MCU. There's a way to make it work. There definitely is, but well, yeah, I think it's- there's a possibility <clears throat> that they put it out under the Fox brand and Marvel Studios is just a producer.
2: Well, it's it, it goes back to the multiverse idea, right? I mean, it'll all be connected, but it can all exist within its uh, own branch of yeah. – uh, universe yeah. but my my thing is is deadpool going to exist alone and the x-men are going to be in the mcu and they're going to be with the care you know all the characters or whatnot yeah or I mean, I are they going to water happen are they going to water down in the mcu are they going to water down deadpool to you know have him be with the other you know characters and where exactly does he fit <clears> in the mcu you know with where the the movies are heading so that's we
3: well, we talked about it so many times on this channel, especially when fo- all the Fox stuff was happening. Yeah, um, I don't think that there's any way this is not under under the MCU banner. Personally, just as that's my opinion. I agree, um, with you. and I think that there is a good possibility that they do it the way that we talked about, where his films have the R rating. They're 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 Deadpool like, and then when he crosses over into other sides. They do something fun and interesting with him, whether it's bleeping Bleed him out, yeah, or it's something like that, where it's a twist on the character because it would add so much more layers to the way that Ryan Reynolds portrays the character. Oh, and it yeah. would add a lot more fun bits to the character. But yeah, I just I I don't think that there's any possible way that this isn't anything else other than the MCU. Out of all of the X-Men characters, other than like the Wolverines and the magnetos and maybe the storms which you know we'll see a little bit more from tomorrow from us um i think deadpool is the one that people want the most they want deadpool the most inside this universe uh we've seen how many wolverines there are or how many wolverine movies there are on properties and stuff and we want to see that character inside the mcu obviously but out of the current x-men fold that's happening deadpool is the highlight that's the one that people want to see the most so I just don't – to to shake it up like that and to say, like, okay, well, this is going to be under the Fox banner, but then we're going to cross them over later, I think it would get too confusing with people. And I think that at some point, the MCU is going to have to add something to the level to be like, okay, we can go hard. We can go R with Deadpool, but we can stay true to ourselves with everything else, and that's fine. Like, at some point, they're going to have to do that type of movie. They're going to have to cross over into that at some point because there's characters in this universe and their their arsenal of characters that do that i mean that points wolverine does that i mean look what logan did so i'm not saying that they're gonna do that but if they just say like look deadpool's gonna be the only r-rated franchise in our series that's fine i don't have an issue with that i don't think anybody else would have have an issue with that
0: i, I mean oh, i'm not saying uh, trust me more i want deadpool in the mcu hundred thousand percent. i want that but i'm just curious i'm I wouldn't be surprised if they do some kind of yeah, kind of is, kind of isn't type thing. But I um I I do like that they got new riders though. I, I will say that. Be- not, I, I liked Apple 2, but it's not as good as the first one, in my opinion. I just think it's good to freshen things up and get a new set uh take on it. And plus, I looked it up, those other guys are busy. they it's it's not like they removed them from the film they never started working on it and they're they're very busy <clears throat> themselves so i am down for the new writers
2: well also i uh just sorry one more thing um kevin feige has talked about the possibility of marvel doing an r-rated movie this was around the time i right. think logan they he came out and said that yeah you, have to, you also look at what's what's already announced as far as the mcu goes you have a blade movie Mm-hmm. Coming out mm-hmm. uh, in twenty what twenty twenty three or something, but Mahershala Ali that could mm-hmm. also be an R rated movie. They could very well be yeah. planning this R rated you know uh, corner in the MCU. Yeah. Well, you gotta so have Blade so. and Deadpool crossing. that's that'd be awesome. Bob Iger.
4: I know, I know Bob Iger stepping away, but uh, he he spoke about that same thing, Gio. So yeah, I think yeah you're you're absolutely right out there. There is money. Yeah, exactly.
2: There was enough exactly. money for Hugh Jackman to come back and to do a Deadpool Wolverine. Please, <laughs> don't I, I don't think so. But And that's
0: the thing. To your point, Jake, Deadpool was just getting started. They only did two movies well, and it was so successful they're yeah. not going to turn away from well,
3: that. Uh, well, well, we we also have to keep in mind that they had the planned X-Force movie. They had a right. big universe that's planned true. around him with other characters. Yeah. And I will say what, what Brian said, I I am love the fact that it's essentially a fresh start for everything except for right. Ryan Reynolds. I'm okay with oh, the yeah. Rand leaving because I think I'm in the minority of people of, of groups that I don't like I don't really like Deadpool 2. I think that it was way too campy. I don't I, thought like it took, too. I thought it took itself, I thought it was just way too silly. The first one was great at doing it, but it also took itself seriously and it kind of just took a step back for me that I love the character of Domino, but the Domino scene was terrible in my opinion. Like hmm. there were just really bad things that happened in the movie for me. I liked a lot of it. I loved cable, I loved the action. But a lot of it was just really campy and joking and and to a point where it was just kind of become like slapstick compared to what the first one did. Bringing in new writers, bringing in a new director. That's what gets me excited. I'm very interested in seeing the director they get because there's only a specific amount of directors that can do this type of character. Um, You know, if David David Leach doesn't come back, that's okay. There's plenty of other people in the world that can do it. I'm just interested because uh, there are only a handful that can really tackle this character so well. Um, But I do like the fact that Ryan Reynolds is working with Marvel to do it. They understand that this guy has worked for this character for so long. He needs to be involved in every cent of this process. And so to me, that's a really good sign. Um, I'm looking forward to it. And I'm sticking by my thing that what Brian had said, I've been saying this for a long time. It needs to be Deadpool kills the Fox
4: universe. That's yeah. what it needs to be. That would be crazy, it, and that's your well, chance
3: of getting Hugh Jackman back. He literally kills the Fox universe. Listen, that's what they
4: did. They did it in, in Deadpool too. They or yeah, you know, they had him. He killed him the other version,
3: he transfers over into this dimension or something.
4: Like <laughs> he killed the other. He killed the other Deadpool that Ryan Reynolds played. You know, in yeah. the terrible, <laughs> terrible Wolverine movie. Movie. So, you know, I
1: personally listen. would love to see. Um... <laughs> and I've said this for a while, I think it would be really funny if Deadpool somewhat became, became like, the narrator of the MCU and, like, he... Mm. Like, in the (laughs) sense... No, in the sense of, like, he's kind of, like, popping in and out all over the place. Like, I don't know how you would do it, but, like because he always in the comics he always seems to insert himself
2: into random stuff if they could somehow like well hey brian how about he pops up in one of the two post-credits scenes and they make that a running thing in the marvel movies like there's a deadpool post credit scene every movie <laughs> yeah just like you know something random you know like guardians of the galaxy volume 2 had like what six like, that might be, no, that's uh, actually not a bad idea. That's that like what the Brian's saying. It gives him a chance to pop in
1: every single universe that's happening inside He's the like, Jesus, yeah. what happened here? You know, like, I just think, yeah, like that, something <clears throat> like that where he can just pop up all over the place and, like, he clearly is breaking that fourth wall. Like, exactly. Exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 100%. I mean, teen mom, for God's sake. Um, TikTok. Do you yeah. guys think TikTok is worse than everything?
3: Yeah. Do you guys
0: think it's going to be called Deadpool Three? No.
3: No, I think it'll probably be called. I think they'll do a, a double colon Deadpool something.
0: Yeah, Deadpool something.
1: Oh, I think they'll Dude. give it a subtitle. See, like this. Yeah, I think so. yeah, like this, where Deadpool's the new Pizza Planet truck. Uh, that's that's Dom, by the way. It's not Dom. Oh, Dom, perfect. That's that's exactly what I was trying to go for. Like something where he's just always there. Or like, even if he's, if they're like walking by, and he's drinking a cup of coffee at a yes, table, he's sitting in the coffee shop in the background. No, oh, I mean
3: this, this is, this is weird saying this, but he's the new Stanley cameo,
2: something yeah, like that. Right, I was sure. thinking that too. You like, could do that. Could be. I mean, it's it's a void that you'll obviously feel in every Marvel hilarious movie. movie. Hilarious. Yeah. But like, you see him and he doesn't even
0: say anything. Yeah, just just there the chilling in the background. hundred
1: yeah, percent. Yeah. Like how. How many people are you gonna are gonna be sitting there looking and trying to find where Deadpool is? Like, if they did will yeah. become
3: the what's what's that what's that thing where you gotta find the dude that's hidden? What's the game?
0: Oh yeah, yeah, we, it's, that. it's that. It's wow. that in the MCU. That would be hilarious. If, I think. I mean, Kevin Feige, if you're listening, man, come on, <laughs> get us on the phone. Get us on the yeah. phone. But the potential for what they can do with him in the MCU is endless. They. Crossover with Spider Man, with Blade. There's so many different things. And to that's do. exactly I think the why they're happen. It
3: needs to be Blade and Spider Man. Those are the two that need to happen. Oh yeah, that that Spider Man is the one because he teams up Red, with Spider Man right? all the time. Yeah, it's it's the Team Red thing in Marvel with with Daredevil and a couple others. They do that, but it has to be Spider Man, and then it has to be Blade because of the R rating.
2: Well, well, you know, Morbius be is exciting. about to connect Blade with. Right. Sp- Sorry, go ahead, Brian. Well, Morbius is part of all of this. I was just going to say. I mean, you have a
1: joke right there if you put him with uh, Blade. He's like, you could literally have him go, Why does this seem familiar? Because Ryan Reynolds was in Blade 3. Like, there you go. Yes. That's a good point. (laughs) So, I mean, like, I, I personally, like, obviously give him his own movie, but I think the best, most, like, the the fun way to get him involved in the MCU is by doing something like Jake said, have him in the background in his full costume, like sitting at a coffee shop, drinking a <laughs> cup of coffee and he doesn't say anything. And you're just like, what the frick is that Deadpool in the background? And
0: would <laughs> then- be
1: so great. That'd be like,
0: so
3: great.
1: I could
0: see that. Um, it, real quick. There? So do you guys, so we think he will be in the MCU. Do you, how heavily do you think he would, he's going to be involved in the new X Men that we eventually get heavily, introduced?
2: Heavily. Heavily. heavily? It, d- it depends heavily. on when they do the X Men, you heavily, know, because they're yeah. not, they're not heavily. exactly in a, in a rush, you know, like, yeah, but I think, Phoenix I last, think Ryan last Reynolds year. Deadpool will be around for another 10 years at least. So, oh, yeah. He's going to
3: play this character until he dies. Not
0: so, until he dies. if we get X Men in five years, is he going to be involved? Cause he's a mutant. He's a part like, he's connected to that world
1: first. So I could see him literally Ryan Reynolds being like 85 and they could still be doing something and him just coming old, looking old as hell and just being like swearing out some yeah, other, character. like
0: Deadpool started like, aging or something. And they yeah, <laughs> play like, on that.
1: The thing <laughs> that they could do, like as long as they don't like Deadpool two to me was forced Laughter, whereas Deadpool One was just like pure to me. As and that just goes to
2: show how difficult comedy sequels are. But go ahead, Brian. A
1: hundred percent. No, no, I completely agree with you. Mm -hmm. But I mean, like, you make people love the character by doing silly, stupid stuff. Like, and yeah, it might to some people it might get annoying. Seeing Deadpool in the background, they're gonna be like, "Oh, Deadpool's everywhere!" blah 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 blah. But it's funny. Like people think of like the the people that would just literally go nuts over that. I mean, yeah, you would create a whole new like little mini fan base of people being like, "Yeah, it just has to be in the right movie." I think like
0: I don't want it. I don't. I don't want him to do like a funny gimmick thing in like an end game type movie. You know, it just has to be in the right movie for me. Cause I don't want it to get too campy and stuff.
1: Well, uh, that's what I'm saying. He doesn't, he doesn't even necessarily have to do anything. He can yeah. literally
0: just be, well, yeah, he doesn't even have to talk if it's like that. Yeah. then,
1: then I'm totally I mean, if, he, if they're in London, have him just be in a phone booth on the phone. Something yeah. like so simple. Like it's almost in the, like, um, James Gunn does with his Easter eggs and guardians that he people look for.
4: Like, yeah, I, it, I'm it, totally
1: it, down for that.
0: Like,
4: yeah. uh,
1: well, speaking of the
0: MCU, uh, our next casting table is going to be on Storm. And I say that because, and Storm from the X-Men, because we assume the next time we're going to see Storm on screen is in the MCU. And a couple of us, it was just, I believe it was just uh, Geo and Keith. Mm-hmm. Did a casting table for the Storm character, and in the idea of who could play her in the MCU, tying into the X Men. I I don't know if you guys discussed possibly tying into the Black Panther franchise at all, but I mean that's always a possibility. Yes, we did. So check that out. Yeah. It is coming out tomorrow uh, at 10 a.m. on our YouTube channel. Uh, if you want to hear our speculation on who could play Storm, those are always fun. All right, so we are going to discuss, like the thumbnail and the title says, the future of Star Wars. And I'm going to have Jake introduce this uh, as he came up with the topic.
3: Yeah, uh, it's something that I've had on my mind for a while. Uh, Obviously, Star Wars movies are done for a little bit, right? Rise of Skywalker was the finale of the Skywalker saga last year. Um, No spinoffs are currently planned. There's uh, movies still in the work with other directors. I know they have release dates happening, but no, no official order as to when those are actually happening. Um and the Mandalorian's kicking ass on, on television side. We know that we're having other shows come as well, like Cassie Nando or Obi-Wan, possibly even a little bit more. Um, so I wanted to have an open discussion, very casual, open to conversation, uh, with you v- viewers as well, commenting along about the future of the franchise, if it is on television, if it's in movies, if it's both, if it's a mix and match, if it's, you know, um on this or that, or if you want a break or you want more, or whatever it may be. Um, because it's, it's important because Star Wars is arguably the, the biggest franchise uh, this space has ever seen, uh, that, that the film industry has ever seen, possibly the world has ever seen. And it's kind of hitting a little bit of a lull right now outside of The Mandalorian. It's the only good thing that's going for it currently. Uh, video games are, are kicking ass, but that's a different aspect of it. We're talking about movies and television here. Um, we don't know what we're going to get from Cassian Andor, or We don't know what we're going to get from Obi-Wan because those are still ways off. Um, so I wanted to have a little conversation about it and I have my own ideas, but I wanted to hear from you guys. I want to debate and speculate and theorize and have a little fun with this one. So, um, uh, Jacob, do you want to shoot us off or if we just want to go in order or, or go randomly and people speak up and we interrupt like we did last time, <laughs> totally for it.
0: Um, but let's, let's, what, what is the future of Star Wars? What is yeah, the future of Star Wars? I mean, Wars? I can just get us started. I, I think we'll get into this a little bit, but I don't think it needs to be streaming versus movies. I don't think it has to be TV shows versus movies, but we've already seen uh, 11 movies. Most of them very successful. That's what star Wars has been. So Um, 12. Oh, has it been 12? Did I forget one? Like um, the Clone Wars. Oh, yeah, that. Clone yeah. Wars. Well, we never include it in our rankings or anything. <laughs> so, should we include it when we mention how many movies there are? Trivia! Uh, I mean it was the introduce- introduction of Ahsoka, so I mean that's got was there count the straight to VHS right? Ewok
4: movie?
0: Yeah, but right, that's not like canon. I mean, the Clone Wars yeah. movie technically is canon though. Hey. So that's that's mm. the thing. True, um so it it's safe to say that like we've been spoiled with Star Wars movies whether you like them all or not whether you like most of them or not whatever um so streaming is is going to be a heavy focus going forward and i don't think that means they're going away from film i think we're still going to get films if the movie industry survives this damn pandemic but uh let's just say for this argument let's just say that the movie theater industry survives somehow um i want to see a what direction they're going in films because I know we're going to get streaming. The Mandalorian is is taking over as one of the biggest things in television right now. Um and I want to know where they're going with films because I mean that's my first that's all of our first experience with Star Wars. So for me, I just want even if it's like even if there's more TV shows than films, that's fine. I just still even if they just do one at one series of films at a time, like hey, let's do a Old Republic trilogy uh, for the next eight years. Okay, that's done. Take a couple years off. Let's do something else. Even if it's just that, I'm totally fine with it. I I want to see... And you guys know I say this every time. I want to see something focusing on the Jedi and the Force. And specifically... You say
1: this every time.
0: Specifically Master and Padawan training. That's my favorite thing in Star Wars. And I, I want to see... Them do something in the films with that. I don't want that to go away. And I think eventually we will. Like, they're going to make Star Wars forever, right? So eventually we will. But regardless, even if it's on TV, I'm down. But I just want to see, even if it's a larger scope show or a very narrowed show focused on two characters, I want to see something. And if I had my choice, I want it to be new characters. I want to see something focused on. Um, a padawan and a master and some type of training and i either want it way in the past or way in the future like 30 years after uh rise of skywalker so i don't think we're going to get that right away in films but i think eventually 30 years
1: see you is way in the future i want hundreds hundreds. well the thing is here's
0: the thing though the thing is are i don't think they're ever going to jump ahead of themselves in the future that that's the thing cuz they whatever they do in the future like if they do a, a movie uh 10,000 years in the future like that's what the future becomes and yeah but you have 10,000 years to yeah, play with. i mean i guess it's 10, 000, as long as it's way far in the future but the thing is i don't think i think they're never going to i don't think they're going to jump ahead of themselves and then go back again in between Rise of Skywalker and that. I mean, period. You know funny, what I mean? Well, just
3: to play, just to play counter argument. I mean, and I know that it was set in stone for them, but they did the sequel trilogy, and now yeah. look what they're doing with the Mandalorian. That's like, a good point. The future, the future is already set, and then that's only a thirty-year gap. Um, I guess I you
0: could do that.
3: Yeah, it's. I don't. I don't think. I don't think a future set in stone really, you know, makes it that you can't tell stories because. Again, and this com- this conversation comes up all the time, but why make everything smaller? Right. And you had said it, Jacob. New characters. Like that, that's the thing that makes it so exciting in Star Wars because the galaxy is so so big. It's so big. Like there's such a vast amount of people out there in the Star Wars galaxy that you can tell stories about. Right. And we're getting in a mix and match of it in The Mandalorian. And you know, the first season was solely based in this world that he lives in. And now we're kind of getting a little mix and match with some characters that popped in and other stuff, not in the movies, but other stuff that have come in and it's been very exciting. Um, I'm with you 100% on seeing new stuff. Like we need new things. We need new things. But the biggest thing for me is that, and Chuck's been saying it in the the comments, but they need to have a plan. I just, I need a plan. Mm -hmm. I don't care about what they do. I don't care about what they tell how many stories they do, if it's five movies a year, if it's five movies every 20 years, I don't care. I just want a plan. Because the sequel trilogy, as much as I love The Force Awakens, as much as I love The Rise of Skywalker, and as much as I'm coming around on on parts of The Last Jedi, there was no plan. There was Mm -hmm. no plan. At all. They need to be able to sit down, and Jacob, like you said, if they do one series at a time, I'm cool with it. I actually prefer that, so they can focus. Just make a plan. Like, If you're going to do one series, then let a director do one movie. And if it's successful, do a second movie. Don't set it up as a trilogy. Set it up as like, okay, we're going to do one movie. We're going to see how it does. And then if it's good, we're going to do another. Like, who cares? Like, it doesn't need to be set up and announced as like, okay, we're doing a trilogy of movies. And they're going to be released these days. Because we've seen so many franchises in the past struggle with that. Most recently, Fantastic Beasts. Look what the struggle they're going through. Right? First movie was okay. Second movie was trash. And now they're struggling to get the third movie out. Second movie was trash. Second movie was trash. Sorry, Gino. I'll say
1: from a Harry Potter fan that it wasn't.
3: So, uh, and, uh, and it's just, you need to be able to focus on one thing at a time. And uh, there's a lot of things that need to come into play. They obviously need to make changes at the executive level. They need to do things differently. They need to have other people involved who aren't making decisions that are the same old things over and over again. Um, But there's one thing that kind of has been popping in my head, that I'm very interested in and seeing if they would do um, or if it's even a possibility, I obviously want movies like what, with what you're mentioning, Jacob, like the Jedi and different kinds of stories, but because of how cinematic these television shows have been, I think it would be really, really cool if the if the series ran for five seasons, right? We get five or six great seasons and then the series ends with a movie if it ends with a movie instead of a season. And that way we get to see those characters on screen because Star Wars is best on the big screen. So, and this doesn't have to happen for the limited stuff like Obi-Wan or, or anything like that, or even Cassian Andor if it's just one season. But the stuff that's going to run multiple seasons, like, could you imagine seeing a Mandalorian movie to end the series, to finish it all off? Like th- that story finish off on the big screen? That would be really cool. And there's your chances at giving us those spinoff movies that we want. Because it's different, it's different stories from the main trilogy or main story that's being told. Um, I think it'd be really cool. It, it's obviously a far-fetched idea, I'm but you. it's it's something that could add a lot of cool modern-day
0: flair to something that is kind of craving that at the moment. And would that be a theatrical film? A hundred percent. Man, I didn't even think of that. I mean, for most franchises, I don't think you could do that, but for Star Wars, you can. I, I mean, because I, A regular Star Wars movie, I mean, unless it's Solo, which is is an anomaly, is gonna do well at the box office. So if you combine, hey, it's a Star Wars movie, but it's also connected to the Mandalorian, then you can, you know, I think it doubles the, not the box office, but like just the hype. So
4: I like that idea. It's a good idea, but not after, uh, oh, it's only slightly to say not after five or six seasons. I think you gotta cap it at four at the most if you're gonna do something like that, because he and, and, and specifically with the Mandalorian, just because I mean, fight this show is as great as it is. There's only so much of this him going from this planet looking for this thing or looking for this person and then they're like all right you need to go to this other planet and then he's got to go to that other planet looking for this person for this thing and then they're like all right now i need you to go to this other planet you can't do that for five it's five or six years of that it's, it's like ah, you know it's <laughs> eventually what's going to happen is he's gonna he's gonna run it like the big stuff's gonna start you know blending in like the, right now what we just saw was this last episode you know so they're and then it, it doesn't become necessarily about him anymore. Necessarily, now all of a sudden he's getting involved with the bigger stuff, which not necessarily bad, but it's better when it's a little bit more smaller in scale. Even though those big things happen behind the scenes, that he is uh, inadvertently kind of and also kind of uh, kind of happening alongside his journey as well, but. You know, so I, it is a decent idea. Yeah, maybe the same thing with the Obi Wan series, whenever that gets going, um, that'd be cool. You know, maybe end that with a Obi Wan movie. That's what everyone's been, you know, asking for. So that kind of stuff would be great. Um, so yeah, I would. I, I that's, that's not bad, Jake. It's a pretty good idea. Don't get my Jake. hopes up, Keith. Send it. Send it Jake, into are uh, possibly-
1: Go. Jake. Are you possibly hoping that? Uh- the ending of Mandalorian would just be a movie of the battle on Mandalore. The se- the, the second okay. season of Mandalore. Yeah. Fucking
3: right, baby. Could you imagine <laughs> okay. that in cinematic fashion? Seeing the Darksaber so, in cinematic fashion, seeing all the yeah, Mandalorian yeah. all those Mandalorians. Are you kidding me? Give it to me. Let's yeah. go. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Like, That's you imagine see, like that is what I that is what I want.
3: I Keith, uh, it's uh, happening. Like, I don't
4: know. They're like Keith, I don't know why
3: they well they're laying the stones down, man. They're laying the stones they, down. They, they've
4: been doing it since Rebels, since Clone Wars, and they haven't done it yet. You know, I mean? it's, it's, it's just, happening, Keith.
3: It's happening. I hope so. I it's hope happening.
4: so. We'll see. I think I wonder if uh Giancarlo uh, was Moff uh, Gideon? Uh Moff Gideon. If he's like we'll talk about it, yeah. But um yeah, I, I hope, Can you so. imagine, I hope so. like, that's the having, interesting stuff. Like
1: can you imagine like that movie being this second siege of Mandalore, and you've got Pedro Pascal, Katie Sackhoff, Rosario Dawson, uh, Giancarlo Esposito?
0: If they did that, then oh, I feel like they was... would all all of those characters would yeah. have to be in it. If they I, did that,
3: well, it, it imagine at that. that point it, it would be whoever's left
0: in the yeah, show. It, of course, you know, yeah. It, it, it picks up wherever the show. Left off of from course, of course, yeah. But uh, to me, like, that's if you're going cinematic and it's like a battle for Mandalore, and because all of those characters are connected to it, it wouldn't just be random to have, no. of, course. of course, it right. wouldn't be random to have Ahsoka there at all.
1: Have, um, uh, Cobb Vanth, Timothy Dalton, since he's going to be part of his clan, Mudhorn. clan. clan Mudhorn, like, yeah, oh, yeah, that, that would be. Geo, you're you're
3: awfully quiet over there, man.
2: Oh, I'm just giving everyone a chance to, you know, get their. Uh, yeah, Geo, what was in. your ideas about where you see the Star Wars universe going? All right, here we <laughs> go. You guys know I'm a I'm a DC fan, right? I, I enjoy those things. Wait, um, I, sh- I should do this. I
1: <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> okay, so hold on, hold on. I swear to God, if the name Zack Snyder shows up in any of this conversation.
2: You don't think he'd make a kick-ass uh, no. Star Wars movie or <laughs> no. direct an episode of The Mandalorian? No. Oh, please. Uh, okay. Uh, I think, I would, yeah, he, he has not. a much bigger universe
4: to worry about right now. I would now, be so interested in him doing a Mandalorian episode. I would love to see a Zack Snyder Star Wars thing. I would be good. Thank you. I think be Thank you, good. Keith. Yeah.
2: Anyways, really? that's not where I was going at all. But so I look at I look I at DC it, yeah. all right. So I look at DC and Lucasfilm as kind of like on they <laughs> went down the same path, right? Both had these grand plans, like oh, the next five, six years is going to be amazing. But then for whatever reason, whether it be studio interference, uh, lack of vision, whatever, it fell. But now both DC and Lucasfilm are on the rise again. <laughs> And for Lucasfilm, I think they they're really loving Disney Plus right now. All right, let's just say it. the streaming wars have for the streaming services have forever changed the landscape of Hollywood, right? We got these big time directors going and doing these projects on Amazon, Disney Plus, Prime, Hulu, all that good stuff. Directors and actors. Yes. Disney Plus at they they were confident in the Mandalorian, but they knew it'd be a risk right you're coming off of a sequel trilogy that wasn't you know very well received you know the star wars movies uh dare i say there was starting to be a little bit of a oversaturation, you know with movie coming out year after year after year after year but the mandalorian is at an all-time high right now and i think disney is looking at maybe doing some middle budget movies like and by middle i mean less 100 million or less I hope and so. doing it specifically for disney plus because they're seeing mm-hmm. the reaction uh to the mandalorian the latest episode star wars is trending and there's not even a movie in theaters like that's big yeah. time and so yeah. i think disney plus is looking at this and saying we could do more than just these limited series or high budget series. We could do a feature film on Disney plus because at some point you're going to have to roll the dice and do that. Other streaming services are doing the same thing in the middle of this uh, streaming wars. And I think we're going to see some big names in Hollywood all of a sudden get attached to the idea of doing a star Wars movie, not necessarily 200 million, but a hundred million, 120 million. And it could be a very personal story around a character or a world that they find themselves attached to because this lore is just so rich. So I think bigger things are coming for Disney Plus in the form of feature films. We'll definitely get our $200 million plus movies later on down the road. That's not going anywhere, but I wouldn't be surprised to see movies in Disney Plus. That makes sense. Exclusively for Disney Plus. I mean,
3: there is there's characters in the comic books that you can give those type of movies to someone like a Dr. Aphra would be, oh, yeah. because she's not, you know, she's not force sensitive and she works with, with aliens and robots and you can get by with a hundred million dollars to budget on those type of movies and do it something smaller. You know, just random characters inside these universes that have already been built. Um, you can tell stories about, or a brand new character for that matter.
1: Yeah. I mean, um, look at a Saj size Ventress. She's a, popular character hasn't even shown up in anything but animated yeah uh, and,
3: and i i the only the only counter argument, the only yeah yeah exactly the only counter argument i'll give to that geo is that in it it would be very hard and i i get the move but i just feel like star wars movies need they, they live on the big screen for me it's it's a big screen thing for me and they'll and very much be on the big, yeah and Sorry. i understand that these would be small small budget films and they would be set for disney plus but a Star Wars movie going to Disney Plus just sounds weird to me. Um, I feel like Star Wars movies, if they ever do a movie, it just needs to be a big screen thing. That's cool. that's just me.
2: I, I got you. But wouldn't you like to see like Barnes Scorsese do like a movie set on tattooing with the gangsters and the, the huts and all that? And like well, why that can't be that cool? be a, but, but there's
3: my point. Like, why can't that be a big screen movie?
2: No, it, it could, it definitely could, but I'm saying, like, uh, streaming service like Disney Plus. Much like Netflix, you know, Netflix is all of a sudden the studio. They're putting out movies that sure maybe have a limited release in theaters, but they're mainly for Netflix, you know. Like I think this pandemic, along with streaming services, they've changed this industry for I agree. I agree. And I agree. And yeah. real quick, DB said Snyder can do a Jar Jar spinoff. <laughs> Snyder will make Jar Jar cool like he did Aquaman.
3: Oh <laughs> good. He's
2: proven. That he can make these lame characters that people make fun of into badasses, and hey, I'd pay yeah, to see I mean, that. We can follow Jar Jar and that kid
0: he meets in the in the in the novels. That that'll work out great. Um, well, to me, basically, it's all semantics, <laughs> right? If they put out a, a low budget two hour film, it's basically just a two hour episode of Mandalorian, uh, not Mandalorian specifically, but it's kind of the same thing. It's just so no, that's long- a Scorsese a longer version of like a similar budget to what their TV show budget is. So, I mean, either way, but I agree with you. I mean, I said from the beginning that I want the movies in theaters, but I like how we all have a different thing. I went straight theatrical movies. Jake saying build the TV shows up to a theatrical film. Gio saying uh, movies on the streaming service. I'm curious, uh, Brian, did you have any like uh, weird ideas or cool ideas for uh, like how you want the Star
1: Wars universe to go in the future? Um. I think honestly what I want, I'm not even quite sure yet. I just want, I mean, the biggest thing is what Chuck had said was I, I would like a plan. Like yeah. what is, what is the only thing that is regarded as remotely unsuccessful in star Wars?
2: The sequel trilogy for Whoa. the most part meant solo. Well, solo and people say the prequels too, but they made a lot of money though. But the yeah, that,
3: well, the prequels are in good grace with everybody now.
2: To yeah. them, it's all about <laughs> the
3: true,
0: money, right? Like, I'm sure they're not happy with the responses to Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker, yeah. but, but
4: they I made mean, the Force
0: Awakens money. is a huge success, so it kind of like trumps over the failure of the other two movies because they well, both made over a billion as well.
1: I mean, let's put it this way. To me, the sequel trilogies are... The sequel trilogy is is the biggest failure. And I'm not including Solo in this because I think Solo is going to gain a cult-type level of love and stuff will come from that. Um, Let's put it this way. If Star Wars had done or I should say, if Disney had done the sequel trilogy correctly, there is no way that the last movie should have made the least amount of money. There's no way. That movie should have been endgame numbers. If we're talking about the last trilogy or last episode in the Skywalker saga of this thing that has been going on for almost 40 plus years that movie should have been an absolute blockbuster destroyer so to me the sequel trilogy is a failure so for me That's
0: actually a really good point Brian. That each
2: movie the trajectory went down. Yeah, exactly. Well, and Oh, sorry, go. Ahead. No, go ahead, Gio. Well, no, I was going to say like the thing that the Force Awakens had working for it over any other uh, movie made after it was that there was such a big gap between Star Wars movies that the it was I, event anything. level, and um yeah I forgot what I was gonna say but yeah pretty <laughs> much yeah the Force, I, I was going somewhere well, and then that farm, movie made
0: over two but, billion dollars no, so that that is a thing but I'm I saying. Agree. The other movies, it's a. It makes sense. The Last Jedi dropped from it, no matter how great the Last Jedi was, right? But it's sh- the Rise of Skywalker. To Brian's point, should have made more money if if it was like a narrative success and like audience yeah. reaction success. Let me say movie. Oh, sorry,
4: it was the fifth movie in four years.
1: Yes. Yeah. Like, like, that was another thing.
4: That was yeah.
1: Here's also the thing. You can't sit there and tell me. Had they had a G... Because, I mean, unless I'm uncertain, all of us think The Force Awakens is, is the best out of the three, correct? Yes, correct. Yeah. Okay. You cannot sit there and tell oh, me... Korea. Yes. You can't sit there and tell me that if they would have kept that style and quality of movies for the next two, that they wouldn't have made more money. Because... Look at the uh, look at look at what Marvel's doing. Their movies with whatever character by the third movie is still making more than the, the first, second and third. I mean, yeah, Thor I is mean making- there's
0: no way that two movies would have made over 2.06 yeah. million
1: dollars,
0: but it, it, it should have been close.
1: Yes. Because, I mean, look at something like Thor. Thor is making more money every single every time. time.
0: Yeah, yeah, out yeah. A movie. And and so did the Avengers films. Yeah. So those movies are coming yeah. out like well, once every no, three, four, four years. The first one made
2: over $2 billion, but then three the second one few. didn't make. Uh, uh, and I'll say something film. else. This this next Star Wars movie that's coming out, whatever it is, it's going to make bank. Because The Mandalorian is keeping Star Wars on the high and people are going to be itching. They're already itching to go back into theaters, but they're going to be itching to go back into theaters uh, for a Star Wars movie. I, I agree with that. I, agree, with I agree to a certain
1: extent with that. I think it also depends on what they go for. Um, Let's be honest. It'll it'll be some form of lightsabers. Uh-huh. Probably, more than likely. I think if the next Star Wars movie makes over a
0: billion, that's a win because it's not it's not going to be connected to the Skywalker saga. So I think if it does make a... Over a billion—that's a win.
2: Well, can I ask you guys a question real quick? Okay, so there's been several announcements. Who directs the next Star Wars movie? Based on the announcements, is it hmm. Taika? Hmm. Is it Ryan Johnson? Is it Favreau? Maybe or somebody else. Taika. I will say
3: that Taika Waititi's Star Wars movie comes out before anything.
2: Yeah, I would
3: because say so. he is not directing. He is not directing anything after. Not set to direct anything after Thor four. Mm-hmm. And he also didn't do anything Mando afterwards because he's
0: specifically working on his Star Wars movie. Yeah, I could see that. And do I do you guys think it's a trilogy a or a yeah. single solo film?
3: I don't care if it's a trilogy, just tell me it's
1: one movie right now and then move forward. Well, yeah, I'm down I, with that. I think Taika is the type of person that if he's gonna make more than one, he's it's planned out. Like look at the time gap between Ragnarok and in this one, Love and Thunder, yeah, like yeah, I mean,
0: that's a good point. I, even if it is a trilogy, I don't want them to announce it or anything. Whoever's just making make it, one. Just whoever's it making
4: one. it, they're not going to make the mistake of winging it movie to movie like they just did. Now no, it's no, going to no, be no, no. it's everything. It's going to be planned out from now.
1: But I'm to be. I mean, my whole thing is where do I think they're going next? I I mean, what do I want them to do? I want them to make a plan. What do I think they're going to do? I think. A little bit of what Geo says is they're going to focus heavily on streaming. I think that they're looking at that right now and going, holy shit, this is, this is working out really well for us. Because I just read a thing last night saying the only thing that streaming-wise that has been able to compete up against uh, Mandalorian was this year's uh, The Queen's Gambit was the only thing. In the last year since Disney Plus has had Mandalorian, that is the only show that has competed and or beaten Mandalorian in any capacity. So you Until think about year. it in, in a year, little over a year, that is...
4: That yeah, think he's talking about, about
1: Obi-Wan.
2: Yeah. <laughs> he's not. He's not talking. About <laughs> uh, I said until next year.
1: <laughs> yeah, Obi-Wan. But go ahead, Brian. What were you saying? But no. Sorry, Brian. Mean, you think about it. Since Disney Plus has launched, the only thing video or er, streaming wise that has beaten this one singular show out of all the different streaming services, all the different shows created is one show. Disney is going to look at that and go, "Holy shit. Yeah,
0: I mean, and it's Star Wars, so, I mean, they have to. I'm surprised. uh, Tiger Tiger, Tiger King. I want to butt in
3: real quick because Keith hasn't said it a lot, and I'm very interested. Well, I was going to ask Keith,
0: yeah, what his ideas were too. But did you have a specific question for him, Jake? No, I I
3: just – because Keith Keith has always been – he's always been – him and I are very similar. He's always been very – and this isn't a bad thing, but he's been very critical because it's something very important to him, and that's fair, as we all are. Um, we, we saw what he was like with with the rise of Skywalker and, and that's very fair because he was probably um, the majority voice with everyone around the world out of the five of us. And so I'm just interested in his thoughts on where he thinks the franchise is going or he wants to go.
4: I don't know where it's going. <laughs> I don't know, but a uh, little bit of everything you guys said, honestly. Uh, I, I'd like to I, I'm loving Mandalorian, of course. Or like loving it. um I don't know about that, you, uh, Brian. I yeah, know you mentioned Cobb Vance. Eh, well, we. This is a this is a specific thing. I don't love how they. I, this I love Timothy Olyphant. I don't like how they portrayed him. What? He seemed like I don't know. He seemed like. Hey,
2: hot take. <laughs> in the book,
4: <laughs> he's okay, but it's in well, the book. He it seems way more cooler in the book In
3: uh, Wow. There is nothing more cooler than Timothy Oliphant, Sheriff Timothy Oliphant, in a Mandalorian costume. Keith, well, <laughs> see, that's costume.
4: He just feels like a guy just wearing a Bowfic costume. But it, but it, that's the, it, point. Oh, that's oh, the oh. point. That's the point. That's literally <laughs> cooler than that. what he is. But he, I thought he just seemed way cooler than that in the books. But Keith, I, I
3: just, I, he will be cooler than that. Watch Clan Mudhorn. yeah. <laughs> Keith, oh,
4: he, once he joins Clan Mudhorn, yeah, he gets yeah his yeah. own cost suit. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I hope so. I like that yeah, it was cool to see him, but um, that was a, <laughs> a minor thing. Um, uh, this last episode was, I, I I loved the episode with uh, <clears throat> uh, Bo-Katan, and like I think I said um, on, hmm, I don't know the week before uh episode now that that I thought that was the best episode that I'd seen, um, uh, and then this <laughs> obviously this one came out and like that's one of the best Star Wars things I've ever seen, um. Uh, and I've also matched that right up with uh, the last two episodes of Clone Wars, season seven. Uh, I wouldn't blame you, John. <laughs> I wouldn't.
1: I wouldn't blame you, John.
4: Yeah. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> uh. Yeah. The last. The uh, last bit of uh, Clone Wars, which is incredible. I actually watched that again uh, uh, Sunday night, like right after I, I watched uh, that episode of Mandalorian. Of the Jedi. And then I watched those two episodes, the last two episodes of season seven of Clone Wars again. And it's just incredible, man. All the stuff with Maul. Um, I just, I love the way they tied all that in to what was happening with episode three. Um, with kind of goes into what Jacob, what you're talking about, how like, like we know what happens. Like there was a specific moment when Ahsoka was like, uh, where Yoda asked him, you know, did you, did you want to say something to. skywalker and she's just like now tell him when i see him and that 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 was a good way to obviously we know that she doesn't go and change anything because we saw the movies and the movies came out 15 years ago and you know um but i thought that was well done so depending on where they go um they can tell a story way in the future i don't think that they will i don't think that they'll go past i i don't think they'll go past rise of skywalker for now it's
1: easier for them to go backwards than forwards yeah
4: yeah yeah and I mean eventually like, way, they will old the republic. they will please that's what that project uh project well, uh high whatever project no. L- whatever no, no, no. luminous right project luminous that was called something yeah, like that, that.
3: that's high republic Keith that's high high republic. republic yeah hold on hold
4: on
1: what did you just oh. mumble
3: No I said, I said I want old Republic. Oh I is what you. I want oh, me I'm too. I'm old. it old uh, yeah. Republic yeah, yeah I, I want old Republic, and that's thousands of years in the back. Like ten thousand years ago. Yeah, I want to see. And they're, yeah, totally. they're
1: slowly starting right. to tease that. Better, that's look. the one
4: thing I want in Star Wars. That's the well, one thing I want. I don't mind them jumping back. This is supposed, supposed to be like what five hundred years or whatever. No um, two, two. Two. Two hundred? Really? Oh, high oh, Republic. High Republic, yeah. high Republic is two hundred years. High Republic. Okay. Yeah, that's still it can still, you know That's still so much time. There's so I, much. I totally agree. Absolutely agree. Absolutely agree. And is you know you could still have yoda in there obviously and it could be something totally separate from anything that we've seen you know um what i hope they don't do is when they do something like that and then you know they go to they go to tatooine and then they talk to you know there's someone there named Someone there for some reason named Skywalker. We don't know anything about you know the mom uh, or anything, but you know like just like ah, okay. no, don't do any of that. Just get away. I from don't all. think they will. I think Yoda will
0: be around, but that's it. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the only thing connected. They already Absolutely. said.
4: It's they
1: already said the only thing connecting High Republic yeah. is Yoda. Just Yoda. Yeah, I don't okay, even think
0: good. he won't mention anything that we're familiar with or anything. Else. Yeah. I mean, yeah, guys, that's, that's what I want he
1: with a lightsaber.
3: Let's mm-hmm. go. <laughs> yes, please.
0: please. Well, I know Chuck been... said something earlier about that, so I had to bring it up. Yeah. Well, whatever yeah. they if they do High Republic, that's... Old Republic, we get Jedi's and Sith, maybe, and lightsabers. So
3: a lot of Republic for sure the Sith because yeah. the Sith were essentially created then, right? Yeah. right. so you know, I'll, right. I'll be happy.
4: All this stuff so I, I want to see this this Mandalore stuff. I want to see stuff about the Mandalore, which I think maybe that's maybe what uh, 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 Giancarlo Esposito. I think he is. Trying to be the Mandalor, or he was at some point. I don't know. Um, well, I, I'm really interested to see where they go with that. And the Ahsoka, are they talking about an Ahsoka solo series, or do you think uh, they, they, are, sure they are? They are. There's been
3: rumors and discussion, not discussions, but there's been rumors and speculation for a while. Yeah, before that, that episode,
4: even that yeah. this yeah, past
3: episode was a backdoor pilot for, pilot, yeah. for a Rebels sequel series.
4: Uh, so yeah, see, I'd heard about
3: that. And there were also Dave Filoni came out this week and had said that, and this is crazy to think about, but he had said that the rebels epilogue that happened at the very end mm-hmm. could, in fact, have happened after the Star after start Mandalorian, Mandalorian yeah. yes,
4: which would yeah. lead directly
3: into what's going to happen.
4: My That'll daughter, be crazy. So, my daughter Sophia and I were watching ah! that at the end of uh, Clone Wars, and she was asking, like, "Wait, is this after?" uh is this when is this and i'm like you know what i don't know i'm actually not sure when this happens uh is that
0: the is the ahsoka sabine the last shot ahsoka so the very last i
3: i posted the clip on twitter today you can find yeah. it on my twitter um you can uh it's the very
4: last uh, i was fly. watching it, and it just happened to post oh, um, Super, before you say that really quick sorry i was actually talking about the end of uh Clone Wars. I, I'm sorry, I got that backwards. Oh, oh when, no, 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 When Vader, when Vader finds her. No, re- it's
0: no. That's before. Uh, that's before Rebels and everything. That's not too long after. So we knew already because she throws yeah. her sabers down in the snow, and then she gets them back for Rebels. So no, we know she, she has them. She gets brand
3: new sabers. I through. don't.
4: Yeah, because Vader took that one.
0: Oh, yeah, whatever. Over. I mean, those I are her. Those are
4: her old sabers. I mean, yeah. she
0: gets white lightsabers again. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes. From um, like, yes. Like, I meant either way. She has sabers again.
4: Yeah, they yeah. Sound freaking
3: yeah. awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: But anyway, so sorry. but The rebels thing. Jacob, sorry. What were you saying?
3: Well, okay. So no, what I was what I was saying is that the I think Jacob was asked the very last shot of rebels is Sabine touching the mural of yep. the five of them, and then yep. she turns around and Ahsoka's there. She starts walking to Ahsoka, and then they're in their sh- in her ship, and they're the the That's very the last, last shot, shot the ship, right? The ship is yep. taking off.
0: Yes. So I think it's possible that all the other shots that we saw were closer to the end of Return of the Jedi and that shot of Sabine and Ahsoka you was a jump forward. It seems like the that's what they're going towards because and because, yeah. and that would make sense with how long her, her Well and are and he, how older and she looks,
3: yeah. and he had came, and I know we're we're going to have to cut it off here pretty soon. Jim, oh yeah, we're but, done um, basically, yeah. Uh Dave Filoni had said that at this point that we meet her in the Mandalorian, she has already reached the Gandalf stage. That's that's the wording he used. Um, mm, okay. But he had, but she hasn't oh, but reached
1: Gandalf. Dies.
3: But Brian, but she hasn't but reached doesn't. Gandalf the White no, yet. So Gandalf he was alluding to he was alluding to Fellowship Gandalf. Mm-hmm. He wasn't. And the one we see in Rebels is Two Towers, Return of the King Gandalf.
0: Wow. Yeah. yeah interesting. That would be cool. Well, does anybody have any last thoughts on this whole discussion? Just get a damn plan, people. Seriously,
4: <laughs> I think like, they are. I was just going to say,
1: look at what has been most successful of all the Star Wars stuff. Clone Wars ending. Who planned that? Filoni. Mandalorian. What What did they do? They plan- Favreau planned that. What hasn't been that successful the movies that were all over the freaking place that's it playing your shit like that it's that's as simple star wars is not something you can wing and just okay we'll do this yeah you can't pull a dc oh
4: god (laughs) goodness gracious why'd you do that Okay. Why did you do that? Uh, so, yeah, listen, I, they learned. I, hey, listen, I'm they, done. They, they,
2: well, this apocalypse now is they about to turn into the extended cut. Okay, they, they do, to they do have a plan now. They got <laughs> over that were, old regime, and now they do have a plan. They're, I, they're I was joking. I just
3: had to throw it out there. <laughs> mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, there you go, Man, Gio. Mandalorian, like, Mandalorian hey, might be the
2: most watched uh, streaming until next year. Okay, <laughs> then something. Yeah, until Obi Wan comes out, we all know that, Gio. No, you guys. until
1: WandaVision comes out. Yeah, but Snyder, not even but see, Snyder Cut is a movie. It's not exactly. Stark. Snyder Cut
4: is an event.
1: It, <laughs> oh
4: my gosh. Do you guys? I'm, 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 I'm switching now. I'm switching now. Super fast, but then we gotta wrap it up. But uh, I, I remember you guys. Uh, I wasn't on this one, but when you guys were talking about the the comments from Daisy Ridley, uh, a couple of you were saying that uh, you want you want Kathleen Kennedy to go. Yes. Yep. Well, here's the thing, though. She's in charge of this this stuff too, the good stuff. She's in
3: charge of yeah. She's not not as hands in involved. She's not. You can't
4: tell me and sit
1: there that you think that she's there making decisions when they've got. Favreau, Filoni and, Filoni and Lucas sometimes on yeah, set. She's,
3: she's not as heavily involved but as she in also the
0: movie. wasn't heavily involved in I'm not talking about movies. Being... she just said, "Here JJ, make this movie. Here Ryan, make this movie." And, that, and that's what it is. Here, Here, JJ, that, that, is what Jacob, that's that what Jacob's the point that Jacob's making right now, it's 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 thinking that you can get by
3: with having three different directors. But it was also cold. like,
0: "Here Favreau and Filoni, make this show," but they just they themselves had a plan. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, if she would said
3: if she would have gotten a director to do all three movies, we wouldn't be having this conversation. One hundred percent, we wouldn't be yeah. having this conversation.
4: I'm just, All I'm saying, but she, she's she's got to go. She's still in charge. She's in charge she's of the stuff you like too. She's in charge of the good stuff too. That's all I'm saying. As, I'm not saying she's in like hands on. She's making decisions. She's in the in the words sharing.
3: in the words of Christian Bale's Batman. She's the boss. Or uh, maybe this was maybe this was Harvey Dent. I don't know. One or the other. You either die a hero. Are you either or it's Harvey Dent. Yeah, Harvey Dent. Dent. You you die oh hero God. or you live long live long enough to see yourself become a villain. Kathleen Kennedy, you're die a hero. Die hero.
2: Bring bring wow. back George. You tell me he wasn't involved in Mandalorian? Get out of here. And and, and I
4: think that keeping the That's it. Keeping him, I, ar, keep him it at keeping him at arm's length is the right way. I think, sure him,
1: I think he's, he's 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 been a great advisor.
4: Yes.
0: Yes, as you can see, we can go on this forever. (laughs) This will be there. Will will be a second part. Maybe we need a hashtag save Padawan podcast. I think (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna start. I think I'm gonna start that. Yeah,
1: there you go. All right,
0: well, that's gonna do it for this episode of Apocalypse. Now, as you see, all five of us are huge, passionate Star Wars fans. It's kind of one of the things that makes it all work. (laughs) But we're going to go for now, and you can see us again this Thursday. Again, don't forget to check out our uh, casting table of the Storm character tomorrow at 10 a.m., but also on Thursday you'll see us discussing um, some of our favorite holiday films. Again, for Jacob, Keith, Geo, Brian, and Jake, thank you for watching. We'll see you all in a couple days.